Hello, listeners. Thank you so much for listening to our show. You can take your listening further and support our work by becoming a member. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, members-only bonus content, an invitation to join the DSR Network Slack community, a members-only newsletter, and members-only blog posts. For the month of February, take 5% off the regular membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code daily. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy code daily. Thank you. It's February 7th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. We have an update from the fallout of the earthquake in Turkey and Syria. The BBC is reporting that over 5,000 deaths have now been confirmed across the two countries. In Turkey, we know that a further 20,534 people have been wounded and nearly 6,000 buildings have collapsed. There are concerns that freezing conditions could hamper search and rescue efforts. International aid is being sent to the affected region from the UN, EU, NATO, and the governments of the US, UK, China, Russia, India, Japan, Iraq, Iran, Australia, New Zealand, Greece, and Pakistan, among others. China said Tuesday it will resolutely safeguard its legitimate rights and interests over the shooting down of a suspected Chinese spy balloon by the United States as relations between the two countries deteriorate further, according to the AP. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning on Tuesday reiterated that the unmanned airship posed no threat and entered U.S. airspace accidentally. Asked if China wanted the debris returned, she only reasserted that the balloon belongs to China. Beijing's attitude has hardened considerably following a surprisingly mild initial response on Friday in which it described the balloon's presence as an accident and expressed regret for the balloon having entered the U.S. The Times of India is reporting that most Adani Group stocks climbed, pairing losses after an eight-day rout sparked by a short-seller report, as news of the early repayment of some borrowing aided sentiment. A raft of earnings from group companies are due shortly. Eight of the conglomerate's 10 stocks advanced, with three rising by their 5% limit. Billionaire Gautam Adani and his family prepaid $1.11 billion worth of debt in a bid to calm a sell-off that sparked fears of contagion across India's economy and markets. Elsewhere, according to The Guardian, A union leader has accused the English government of choosing to punish nurses after a health minister insisted there would be no re-examination of National Health Service's pay for this year 
as the health service in England faces what is expected to be the biggest strike in its history. The industrial action on Monday is the first time NHS nurses and ambulance staff in England have stopped work simultaneously amid an ongoing dispute over pay and staffing. The RCN, which is staging two days of action, has said it is calling out twice as many members as it did during earlier strikes in December and January. Ambulance crews and call handlers will return to work today, but are then due to stop work on Friday. Deutsche Welle reports that Pakistan lifted its restriction on Wikipedia earlier this morning, days after the country's media regulator blocked the site for not removing what it described as blasphemous content. The site was blocked last week by the Pakistan Telecommunication Authority after a deadline expired that the country had given to Wikipedia to remove the contentious material. The ban drew widespread condemnation, with critics saying it was a blow to digital democratic rights and deprived the public of the right to seek knowledge. The government has so far not provided any details about the content it regarded as anti-Islam, and the PTA never offered an explanation as to why it deemed it insensitive towards Muslims. According to Al Jazeera, at least 15 Nigerian Muslim pilgrims on their way to Senegal were killed when gunmen in Burkina Faso attacked the buses transporting them. A Nigerian presidency spokesperson told Reuters via WhatsApp that the death toll stood at 15 so far. According to a Senegalese religious order, unidentified assailants attacked the convoy of buses on Wednesday and killed 18 passengers. The pilgrims were on their way to a religious ceremony in Senegal from Niger in Nigeria, a trip that involves crossing conflict hotspots in northern Burkina Faso and central Mali. Burkina Faso's foreign affairs minister, Olivia Ruamba, met with Nigeria's ambassador to the country on Monday to discuss the killings. Reuters is reporting that Chilean firefighters were battling to hold back forest fires on Monday as authorities said hot and dry weather would continue this week, potentially exacerbating what are already the deadliest blazes in the country's recent history. The fires, which have consumed 667,000 acres of land, have killed 26 people so far in south-central Chile, and already made 2023 the second worst year in terms of acres burned after the so-called firestorm that hit the country in 2017. Chile is in the grip of an over-decade-long period of dry weather, which the World Meteorological Organization called a mega-drought last year, adding it was the longest in a thousand years and marked a major water crisis. The heat wave and strong winds have caused a rapid spread of the flames during the Southern Hemisphere summer season. In stranger news from the AP, an 82-year-old woman was pronounced dead at a New York nursing home 
but found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home where she had been taken, authorities said. The woman was pronounced dead at Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at Port Jefferson on Long Island at 11.15 a.m. Saturday, Suffolk County Police said. The woman, whose name was not released, was taken to the O.B. Davis Funeral Homes in Miller Place at 1.30 p.m., police said in a news release. She was discovered breathing at 2.09 p.m., they said. The woman was taken to a hospital. No update on her condition was available yesterday. The case has been referred to the state attorney general's office for investigation. The state health department is investigating as well. The state health department is investigating as well. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Ethan Kessler of the Chicago Council on Global Affairs about sanctions. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>